Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. quickly people today stop discussing the issues and resort instead to slander and character assassination. He can't possibly be a Christian. She can't possibly be a Christian and and say that. And you're condemning and slandering. And many times we, we even add stuff to it. You know, we gotta build our case. How often has a discussion become a heated argument that turned ugly? In today's message, Pastor Robert will remind you that it's getting harder to have civil discussions. Oftentimes we tend to resort to name-calling or simple slander. This is not honoring to the Lord or your fellow believer in Christ. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 7 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. They'll get all red in the face. They'll get passionate about it. But there won't be any name calling and there won't be any division between them. It's stunning how quickly people today stop discussing the issues and resort instead to slander and character assassination. He can't possibly be a Christian. She can't possibly be a Christian and and say that. And you're condemning and slandering. And many times we we even add stuff to it. You know, we got to build our case. I knew he wasn't a real Christian because da 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 and now he just proved it by saying this. Slandering somebody that, you know what, many times we don't even know. I'm, I'm watching it on Facebook, you know? It's like, unless I'm badly mistaken, you don't even know that lady. But you're making some assumptions based on what you think you know, And you're slandering. Slander, by the way, according to the Oxford Dictionary, is speaking, sharing false information with the intention of harming the reputation of another human being. Now, when I was in Youth of the Mission, I'm really grateful for the fact that, you know, we lived in community. A lot of us, you know, lived in dorms, and we got a lot of instruction, and they were serious about this stuff, gossip and slander, they were very serious about it. And so they, they gave us instruction and they held us accountable. And they put it to us this way. In the biblical context, in the context of Christian community, church life, we're supposed to, you know, the Bible calls us the body of Christ, children of God. 
many of us have the mentality of attending church, but that's not the way God views it. We're supposed to be church. Be his family. Be there for one another. Get to know each other. Spend time together. Those kind of things. And so in Youth with a Mission, the way, the way they put it to us is, if your intention is to harm the reputation of that brother or sister in Christ, it's slander, even if it's true. And I had to stop for a minute because I'd always, you know, it's got to be false to be slander. No, it doesn't. Not in a biblical sense. Not in a biblical sense. See, gossip. What is, what is gossip? Well, if you're sharing something with someone else and, and they are, that other person is neither part of the problem nor part of the solution, well, that's gossip. It's like the, you know, the intelligence services and, and all that kind of stuff. They talk about need to know. Why does that person need to know? Oh, because we were going to pray for him. Yeah, that's gossip in the name of Jesus. And he's not fooled. Do you see what I mean? He's looking at this. He's looking at what's happening, what's really going on inside your heart and mind. And if you're sharing something that that other person does not need to know, it's gossip. It's gossip. If you're doing it because you want that other person to think less of the person you're talking about, it's also slander. And he hates it. God hates it, he says. He warns us to turn away from those who slander other believers. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, he says, Know this, that in the last days, perilous times, dangerous times will come. Guys, <laughs> those days are upon us. For men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, in other words, prideful and arrogant, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power, and from such people turn away. I mean, is, not, is that not pretty straightforward? And some of us have been guilty of this. So this is a call to repentance. Let me rephrase that. All of us have been guilty of this at one time or another. The book of James devotes a whole section to the fact that we talk when we ought to keep our mouth shut. If you can control your tongue, you, you're already in heaven. That's basically what he says. No man can control his tongue. We're all guilty of this, but we, but we need to look at it. We need to consider it. We need to repent, and we need to give it to him. Because, you see, while, while we, the Christian community, are all freaked out about our pet, whatever it is, 151,600 people on average 151,600 people will die today. Jesus said most of them are going to hell. And none, none, none of my friends on Facebook have been like enraged over that and ranting and raving and freaking out about that. Let it sink in. 151,600 people, most of whom are going to go into an eternity completely separated from God. They're going to hell today. 
just like they did yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. Oh, but pastor, I mean, aren't you exaggerating most of them? No, no, no. See, we're going to look at this, if not next week, the week after. Jesus said, wide is the gate that leads to destruction. Narrow is the path that leads to life. Few there are who will find it. Few. You see the contrast that he gives us in Scripture? The wide gate leading to destruction, the narrow path that few find, which leads to life. Every single one of us has neighbors and family members who are dead in their sin, on their way to hell, unless we get outraged about that fact and begin to do something. My position on all this political stuff that's going on in the United States of America is that it is much less important than this statistic and the fact that there are people who need to know Jesus. And, and, and you know what I find? I mean, look back over history. Anytime there was a radical revival, you know, when, when people got serious about actually following Jesus, the Holy Spirit fell and people, there were just all kinds of people getting radically transformed by the power of God. And it has an impact on cities and nations when that happens. That's why I tell you about it every so often. One of, one of my favorite books from the last five years is one that we keep back there, the book that changed your world by Vishal Mangawadi, the Indian author. And he talks about the fact that the Bible radically transformed the entire world when all of a sudden the word of God was available to be read. Nowadays, it's being rejected again. And so we see the cultures of the world deteriorating and going back to the same pagan mindset that existed before the Word of God was available. You and I need to stop condemning other people as being hell-bound tyrants unless you know without any doubt whatsoever. In other words, you have personal experience with them. And if that case, he, he gives us in the Scriptures instructions on how to deal with that too. But I find it extremely pertinent that we don't see any indication anywhere in the Gospels, anywhere in the Bible that Jesus was ranting and raving about Pontius Pilate or Caesar or anybody else. What was Jesus focused on? Talking to others, talking to the people in, that, that were with them about their own hearts. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. It's our hope and prayer that you were touched by what you just heard. Before our time is up today, Pastor Robert would like to share a great testimony of how God is working through this ministry. You know, not, not long ago, we got a really cool letter. Actually, I guess it has been a while now, maybe a, maybe a year or more, but we got this really cool letter from a lady named Desiree who was listening to our program from within uh, a maximum security prison up in Georgia. And uh, she realized, she heard on one of the programs that I'm from Georgia, so she reached out. She was all excited that she had, you know, just some sort of common ground with this guy she was listening to on the radio teaching the Bible every day. And uh, she asked if, if it might be possible for us to send her some 
Bible study material, something other than, she said, I don't want workbook stuff. I don't want the fluff stuff. I, I want things that will really, some tools that will help me study the Word of God for myself. I, she said, for the first time in my life, I want to do it. I have time to do it. So we did that. We sent some books. We sent some, some Bibles for some of the other ladies there because they then asked for that, and they started a little Bible study group, and, and God was just using that little 15-minute main thing radio broadcast every day inside that prison. Wow, what a great testimony. If you'd like to share your story, please visit MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for tuning in today to Main Thing Radio.